You're back with The Takeaway. I'm Melissa Harris-Perry. Now, you may remember Zaila Avant-Garde from this winning moment back in 2021. Maria, M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. That is correct. <laughs> At just 14 years old, Zaila became the first Black American to win the Scripps National Spelling Bee. But because Zayla is black girl genius personified, that was not her first major accomplishment. For my 13th birthday, I decided that I wanted to celebrate becoming a teenager to uh, do a Guinness World Record. Zayla holds two Guinness World Records, both for different methods of basketball dribbling. And her success led to some pretty special moments, like this one with basketball legend Sue Bird. And let me be the first to congratulate you on being named Sports Illustrated Sports Kid of the Year. Hey, congrats. I had no idea. Yep, congratulations. I feel like winning scripts has put me on the platform where I can now just be a person for people to look at and see if she can do it. She's just a normal girl. I'm a normal girl too. I can do it. So she's bringing everyone along and giving lessons on how to be awesome with not just one, but two new books. The first one is out now, and it's titled, It's Not Bragging If It's True, How to Be Awesome at Life. The second one will be out in late June, and it's a children's book titled, Words of Wonder, From Z to A. But before we started in on the books, I asked Zayla about her recent move from Louisiana to Washington, D.C. Oh yes, I've always loved a lot of things about Washington, D.C. My dad's actually from here, so we're actually living in his childhood home, which comes up, brings up a lot of annoying things that he says every day about how, so in this room, this happened, and this is the room where this happened. But other than that, uh, I'm definitely loving the um, experience of having moved here. My favorite part, I would definitely say, is the pizza. There's a place here called Lido Pizza, which I am obsessed with. My whole family loves it, actually, so I would say that's the best part. Oh, I love this. I love that pizza is the thing. And I also, I can just hear your dad in my head. This is what, when I was seven, this is what happened. When I was 12, I, oh, parents. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to me about making the decision to become a book author. Why did you want to write these books now? My childhood dream, one of the many ones I've had, has always been to become an author. Since I've always been like an extremely avid reader, and by extremely, I mean extremely. I've read way over a thousand books in my life, and I just have always loved writing. So it's kind of a natural progression for me to want to become an author myself. So uh, around the time right after I won scripts, I was kind of thinking, so this is a great time for me to write a book because now like people will be wanting to hear my story. And like, how did I become so awesome, right? So I thought that, you know what? I think I should write a book here. So how did you become so awesome? <laughs> it was just, you know, nurture. Like I came into the right household for the type of person I am. Where kind of like anything that I'm 
even distantly interested in, my parents full-on support me. Like, I have all kinds of ridiculous ideas and stuff like, I want to be a ballerina or I want to be a PE teacher. Though, as I say in my book, PE teacher didn't get much support, but everything else that I ever wanted to be, they would literally do whatever it took to get me to dabble in that interest. So I would definitely say that just the open household I kind of lived in where anything was possible, nothing was held back was definitely a big contributor to how I became so awesome. In the book, you also begin with this idea that one of the things that you have to do to be awesome in life is to have someone else's back. Uh, yes, definitely. I am a big sister. The very I have three younger siblings. I have one who's 13, one who's 11, and one who is four. I've basically been an older sister my whole life as long as I can remember. And that's definitely played a, a big part in my life, like learning from an early age how to take care of other people and stuff just like I was taken care of. You know, that role of older sibling is a big one, right? It's a big responsibility. And sometimes folks will feel like, I don't want to have to be responsible in this way. I'm also a kid, but I hear you really embracing it. Oh, yes, definitely. It's like kind of like having built-in people to bully at all times. Wait, no, nope, I never said that. I never. <laughs> oh, you sound just like my husband, who's an oldest brother. <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. I am completely kind and always do whatever they ask me to do. <laughs> it's a little bit of both. You got to toughen those younger siblings up. I'm for it. <laughs> yeah. You also write about setting yourself free. As a teenager, what does that mean for you to set yourself free? My teenage years so far, and they're almost over, haven't been that stressful. Or I have had no teenage angster snuck out the house, leaving a bed dummy or something in my, in my bed or anything like that. But at the same time, I have experienced, you know, the everyday struggles of anxiety and stuff like, does this person think I'm weird? Probably. I'm a pretty weird person. But still, does this person like me, this thought? So I have all of those issues and like self insecurities that every teenage or every person really has. Well, I would definitely say thanks to my parents, I've been pretty limited in my anxieties and stuff. And I kind of definitely am very thankful for that. When you can embrace your own weird, when you can just kind of roll around in it, enjoy your weird, right? Let it be central to who you are. It really is quite liberating. Oh, yes, definitely. The moment I stopped trying to hide myself was the moment my life got a whole lot easier. What does it mean to choose your opponent? Well, for me, that means basically having a plan of attack. Like, not just, okay, I see problem, let me just run straight forward into it. Like, oftentimes, I like to kind of say the idea of, let's say you have a brick wall in front of you, and you just see, I have to get through that. Let me just run through it. But if maybe before you do that, kind of look around and, oh, there it is. You see an opening in that wall that you could just walk through. And also, I talk about in a chapter, Choose Your Opponent, I talk about how, like, when I was competing in the spelling bee, my opponent was not the people who were on stage before me spelling their word. My opponent was the Mer unabridged Merriam-Webster Dictionary. That was my opponent. And everybody knows that in the spelling bee world, and there's a really good camaraderie among us because of that. We're taking a quick break and we'll be right back with more from Black Girl Genius, Zaila Avant-Garde.
It's the takeaway. I'm MHP, and I'm still in conversation with teenage phenom Zaila Avant-Garde, who's out with two new books, including It's Not Bragging If It's True, How to Be Awesome at Life. Another lesson that you offer, which again, I think is one that you know, probably took me until my 40s to figure out, and I still don't probably have it totally figured out, is embracing chaos. What does that mean to embrace chaos? Because I think for so many people, we do feel like we're living in a very chaotic moment. Let me take a breath before answering that. So I I would say, like everybody, uh, like for everybody, COVID-19 was kind of hard on me, especially since, though this is not an official thing, but I probably actually had it at a certain point in kind of the really early stages of it. And it was horrible, like really horrible. And for me, that was really a kind of a changing moment in my life because I was studying for the Scripture National Spelling Bee, which unfortunately got canceled while I had like these really splitting headaches and all this stuff. And to make matters worse, my parents also were having a little bit of sickness, especially my dad, who is the stay-at-home parent. So he would be sleeping. So that leaves me with my two or three-year-old baby brother who is doing two or three-year-old baby brother stuff while I can barely see because I my head is just exploding. And like I was trying to study my head exploding and oh, where's my baby brother? Oh, he went outside opening the sliding doors. So I would definitely say all that stuff combined was definitely a motivating factor for talking about embracing the uh, kind of making friends with chaos because like in that that was a really tough period for me to like get through, but I was way better for it when I got through it. And then I'll ask one more on this. And it's, you know, maybe it's connected to, but also a little bit different from kind of embracing or making friends with chaos is also knowing when to chill. What, um, what are some of the tools for figuring out when we need to just step back, just chill? Uh, for me, I would say that I've always kind of had a really good barometer, so to speak, for knowing when to chill. Maybe I chill a little too much. Who knows? Uh, but I, but I, I think a very big important part of success and working towards something is relaxing because you can't just work on something for twenty four straight hours. You're gonna not, you're not gonna get as much done as if you just take a break, do something else, kind of drink a glass of water, do whatever you need to do to kind of just relax a little bit before going back at it. And for me, some of the things I do to relax are listen to podcasts, which definitely don't include NPR. I definitely not, as we speak, looking, scrolling NPR as we talk. Just, <laughs> I just wanted to put that in there that I, my whole life I've been listening to NPR podcasts and such. And also, I love to listen to music. As uh, sit in my massage, I have these little massage legs things that are, as a basketball player, are very important to my recovery. Let's talk about the basketball player part a bit. You you love basketball. Tell us a little bit about how, like, your big brain and your enormous intellect, your spirit and humor is also connected to, like, your love of sport. Everything I do really is kind of interconnected. And, like, basketball is kind of where, like, where spelling, I say, my, comp- my competition isn't the person, it's the dictionary well. I think everybody needs a good little man-to-man competition. And for me, that's where basketball comes in. Because, like, I it's a really the basketball court is a really great place for me to take out any frustration 
or any anything that's going on. I feel really relaxed when I'm on the basketball court. So I would definitely say that's where I get my comp- my real physical competition in. And also the finer aspects of like working on my skills when I'm not in a game or this or that. The whole process is really both relaxing and invigorating for me. We've talked a lot about the book you've written that is out now, but you've got another one coming out towards the end of June. Um, tell us about Words of Wonder. So this book is, I'm actually going to say maybe my favorite book to write because it's geared towards my favorite age group, which are, you know, younger children, like the picture book type kids. And I've always been an extreme lover of kids from even before when I was a little kid, I would love little kids. So um, it was really fun to write this book. And it's the idea of it is kind of like doing the alphabet except backwards since, you know, my initials are Z and A. So we thought it'd be like a cute little thing to do a Z to A instead of A to Z. And I came up with, in that book, I came up with 26 words for each letter that are important to me with a nice little quote and a little bit of poetry about every word. As you note in the book, your name means mighty powerful. As a young person growing up, like I'm hearing you say, okay, your dad is like walking you through his childhood home talking about (laughs) his experiences. So I'm assuming they also talked with you a lot about your name. What were the stories about your name that helped you to also feel awesome? Um, the story, the general story behind my name is that my when I was I, when I was a baby, whatever my mom was carrying me, one thing that was for certain, my name was not going to be Annie. It was not going to be Mary or anything like that. It had to be something that had a meaning that were, I would feel guilty about if I didn't fulfill that meaning, basically. So that's kind of how my parents came up with the, um, they didn't come up with it. I mean, it's a, a Arabic name, Zayla or whatever. And it both sounded really pretty and really pretty and to me and to them. Not that I had much input on it, now did I? <laughs> well, anywho, uh, they chose the name Zayla for me because it meant mighty and powerful. And they were not trying to raise any shrinking daisies over here. So that's kind of the story behind my name. Like, I was going to be mighty and powerful, and my name was going to show it. I want to ask you what your vision for the future is. Let me take a breath before I start here, because it's a long one. Um, I would say, my for, for starters, I want to play, at the very least play college basketball at maybe a Harbor or MIT. Though. So, if any college is listening, I'm keeping my options open. <laughs> but um, I will also, going from there, I mean, I might work at NASA or maybe even become an NBA, a NBA head coach, which is a, a personal thing of mine I might want to do. Really, I just, I'm leaving my options open, but I definitely have some things that I'm specifically interested in. You hold some world records (laughs) um what are your guinness world records for so i have one for most basketball dribbled by one person which is six and i also have one for i believe most bounce juggles in one minute with four basketballs and yeah those are my two records right there i actually had more but unfortunately somebody got the idea to come and break them so whatever (laughs) It's the nature of records. If you hold them, you got to want people to aspire to beat them. (laughs) Sayla Avant-Garde, author of It's Not Bragging If It's True, How to Be Awesome at Life, and the forthcoming Words of Wonder, From Z to A. 
Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me.